Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Hado. And your girl, Halima. And welcome to Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Bantus. We are <laughs> so excited. This is our 10th episode on this season. Yes, ma'am. Last episode, thing. <laughs> yeah, dang. This 10 episodes went by so fast. They really did. Like, but to be honest, I don't know when we started. <laughs> literally, I'm like, but I think we only started like two months ago. Like, mm-hmm. I think we only started two months ago, and it went by so fast. It's... I'm excited for season two, honestly. I think it's going to be different. You might get to see our faces. Yes. I don't know yet. Face reveal. <laughs> I don't know yet, but... Yes, we're planning on doing a little face reveal for at least one episode, just so you guys can see the faces behind the voices. Yes. yes. Okay, so today's episode, we are so excited. We're going to have guests uh, different than Stilo. Okay, y'all, we're going to have a different guest today. We're going to have at least three. We're planning on having four, but we're going to have mm-hmm. at least three. Um, So the very first guest we're going to have is Miriam, and I'm so excited to have her. She is a businesswoman, a whole entrepreneur, and a model. Like, let's get into it for real, okay? Her Instagram is I am Miriam Baraka. That says it all, like, period, okay? <laughs> let's get her on. All right, guys, so we have the one and only Miriam Baraka. <laughs> Cheers to that. Okay, Miriam. We are so, so, so proud of you as we are looking through, you know, when you post on your Instagrams, your Facebook, like, girl, you is a whole put together model. Okay, you're an entrepreneur. You have your own business. You out here selling face creams for us. You get our skin together while you giving us cute outfits to rock for the weekend. Like, can you just tell us a little bit more about yourself, you know, introduce yourself to the people? I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for actually having me on here. Um, honestly, I'm Miriam. You know, most people know me from, like, just modeling, maybe. But it's more than just modeling. I'm a whole mother. Period. Because <laughs> that's a whole job within itself. Listen, <laughs> I'm a mother. No drama. I'm almost six years old, bro. It's like... Oh, my God. But alhamdulillah, you know? Truthfully, that's that's amazing. A lot of people don't understand. Like, when you have a mom, I mean, a daughter, when you have a mom, when you have a daughter, like, um, you know, you're raising a whole, like, you. it's like you're raising your own friend, mm-hmm. you know? There but this go. friend is just broke, and you can't, and she can't pay for herself, you know? But it's, it's amazing, and I'm so, so proud of you. Can you take, can you tell us a little bit more about, like, your fashion experience? Let's start with that. About my what? Your modeling experience. Yes, yes. Um, I've always wanted to be a model since I was little, but I just really didn't know, like, what kind of model and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, started taking pictures with friends, you know, just regular selfies, and they always like, man, you just be doing extra little selfie poses and stuff like that. <laughs> um, I started posting on Instagram and, you know, just tagging agency and stuff like that. I recently got signed with one management club in New York City. So, yes. Period. Yes. Congrats to that. <laughs> NYC. Yes. yes, I've got, um, I just got announced on their page, I think, yesterday or day before yesterday. I'm going back there again on Wednesday. I will also be walking at the New York Fashion Week this year, which will be uh-uh. oh African women walking in the New York Fashion Week. Let's get it together, y'all. Like, that is... Yes, I'm here for that. Congratulations. 
Hannah, thank you so much. Halima, you uh, have any questions for her? Um, so basically, what do you think are the pros and the cons of being like a hijabi model? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just think, you know, um, being a hijabi model, like maybe back in the days would be so different. But now that, you know, we're in 2021, we've seen so much hijabi model, especially industry that are starting to, you know, accept um, hijabi models. Like, you know, I feel like Halima Aiden had literally opened mm-hmm. so, so for us. Most definitely. <laughs> So it's so easy right now than before, but you know you are gonna get um, times where you know agency would want you just you know want you but not like your hijab or anything uh-huh. like that. Because mm-hmm. honestly, me going to New York City and just casting calls for different agency and stuff like that, sometimes they'd be like, "Hey, you know you fit on our category, you know and you're tall and everything, but is the scarf going to be a problem?" Like, yes, the scarf is going to be a problem. <laughs> it's here to stay, <laughs> and it ain't going to nowhere. <laughs> but you just. You just got to believe in yourself, you know. Um, you got to also know that, like, why you started this, you know, at the beginning, like, you know, your purpose of starting this. And just hopefully that, you know, you don't end up losing who you are throughout the road. Period. Because sometimes it really does happen, especially in this industry. You will really get caught up on, on so much that you will lose yourself. Wow. For sure. Thank you for Do that. Do photographers ever, like, come at you sideways? Yeah, because I I've like met other models who would have like most of their problems would come from like the photographers and like mm-hmm. not the agency itself. That is so true. Um, sometimes you would literally have a um, photographer reach out to you on on your Instagram and be like, hey, you know, let's shoot and stuff like that, and you agree to it and set a date and photo shoot time. They'd be like, oh, okay, you know, we have this um, fits for you. And you're like, okay, you literally reach out to me knowing how my profile is, knowing how my work is. Mm-hmm. So why would you want to sit there last minute switch things? I had a couple of them, but, you know, you can always just say no to it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you, you get to choose whether, you know, you want to lose where you started from or just keep going. Here. But mm-hmm. it is good. there's always someone out there that once you, you just don't know who, you know, or where or when, but someone out there searching for you. hmm Yeah. Okay, okay. You got any questions? Yeah, and so just to give, you know, the younger girls that want to become models and stuff, and they're wondering, like, you know, do you get paid for this? Do you know, it's just, like, you know, free work? Like, how do you start off with this? I started off just for fun, um, before I started getting signed with agency, I started doing it just, you know, for fun. Mm-hmm. And then building my portfolio. I feel like building your portfolio, it's very, very, very important. Um, keeping your social media, like try to separate them, you know, your social life versus your modeling career. Like for me personally, I have Instagram where it's just modeling. And I have Snapchat where my 24 hours, just my, you know, regular life mm-hmm. routine. Yeah, um, you got to build yourself in. And once you get signed with the agency, you know, that's where all the money comes in and stuff like that. But, you know, sometimes you also got to pay for your um, photographer, you know, invest in yourself. If there's something mm-hmm. that you really want to do, like, go ahead and put the money in it because later on it's going to pay off. That is such good advice. Thank you for that. Um, awesome. What... Like, where do you see yourself, like, with your clothing business? Because, y'all, she is also an entrepreneur. She sells clothes. Um, I actually bought this three-piece set from her. And let me just tell you guys, like, that three-piece set, <laughs> that shit was <laughs> banging. <laughs> Not, um, 
Thank you. Oh my gosh, wait, you shop Aziza? Yeah, she shop Aziza. I got a whip of like, wait a minute. Yes. I know this. Shop Aziza. Um, yes, guys. Um, let me just do y'all a quick review on her stuff. If you guys were ever wondering, like, should I buy it from her? Should I not? On Instagram is Shop Aziza. And she has this really beautiful three-piece set. It's kind of it's like almost brown, but like almost nude at the same time. And I was so hesitant to buy it for the longest because I'm like, I don't know if this will look good on me. Last minute, literally, it was like three. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Like you literally, I think. So thank you. I think like four days before my trip, I finally was like, you know what? Let me just buy it. You know. And then when I yeah. asked her, and then you know, at first she was like, I don't know if I can do like you know, uh, express shipping because sometimes it doesn't come on the days that they say it will come. You know. Mm -hmm. So she was really yeah. hesitant, but I still was like, please do it. And she did it for me, and it came literally, if not the next day, I think the day after. Like it came like so quick. I think it was if, if it was one day shipping, it came that exact day. It was amazing. Right. It, it was so amazing. It came and I was so happy. And then I put it on and I was like, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was so beautiful. Thank you. Like, oh my god, we have a whole model out here. Ah, <laughs> thank you. Um, I got a size large, guys, and it fit me like I was comfortable with that. I got a size large, mm -hmm. it fit me good. Um, yeah, I didn't drag on the floor like I, I expected it to. I'm like, maybe mm -hmm. it'll be too long and it'll be dragging. Yeah. It wasn't like that. I did not drag on the floor, nothing dragged. It was comfortable, it felt good. Ooh, let me, so, let girl, me hit her see. up. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I think you brought some more, right. Yes, I just recently restocked everything. So. Girl, I period. <laughs> period. Don't even tell me that. Right. <laughs> she does worldwide shipping. She just reshocked. Um, yeah, so tell us more about the clothing. Like, where did that come from? How you go from modeling to opening a clothing business? Oh, my gosh. Isn't that so different? <laughs> yeah, because usually you're just used to throwing the stuff on, but now you're like, here, you might want to buy this, you know? Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? See, I've always wanted to have something of my own. Um, I just didn't know what it would be. It was either having a clothing line or an agency, you know, just to kind of have my own agency running out there and just, you know, have all these hijabi models in. Mm -hmm. um, I remember telling my best friend, I was like, bro, I don't want to clock in and clock out no more. Like, I'm getting sick and tired of it. Like, Period. This nine to five ain't for nobody. And my best friend was like, okay, you know, you're a model. You're going to meet a lot of people. What about, you know, you start just, you know, doing something for yourself, whether it's, you know, lashes or clothing or just makeup itself, you know? Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, I think clothing sounds really great because, you know, I'm always modeling for people, which has, which is like, it's no problem with that. But just imagine, you know, you wearing your own clothes and, yeah. you know, modeling for it and someone just asks you, like, where is this coming from? You know, where are your outfits from? And, you know, just saying that it's my own. I think it feels really good, which I come across a lot most of the time. You know, people are like, where'd you get your outfits from? And like oh it's from my website mm -hmm. but just you know i just i just don't want it to work for nobody you know, i would rather sit there and like you know work 40 plus hours knowing that it's mine than just you know building someone else's dream period mm -hmm. period so you can say that again <laughs> but yeah it was more of that you know just the clocking out and clocking out you know and also if you want to start you know a business you know just know you know have 
like a part, like a reason why you wanted to start. You know, just don't do it because someone else is doing it. Because later on, you will get so tired. But if you have a reason behind what you start, I promise you, you will go so far in life. Thank you for that. Um, so where do you see like your business five to ten years from now? New York City, back home, <laughs> you know, everywhere, you know, just able to have couple store, having, you know, my daughter, Aziza, hopefully take over it and have, you know, because I named it after after her, so I'm hoping in five to ten years from now that she's going to take That's beautiful. She said, Mommy, I got you. <laughs> able to see her running, it will be literally, you know, a big accomplishment in life. That's mm-hmm. great. Well, thank you. Um, so now we want to talk about. She also has a skin line now, girl. Like, what don't you do at this point? Like, you do everything. She's a superwoman. See, with the skin, with the skin line, um, just as a, again as a makeup artist, I'm always having you know makeup on my face 24 hours, and we know that you know at the end of the day when you come home, you want to take that makeup off. Right. Yes. You want to have that clear skin under that bunch of makeup so for me it was just different products always reacting to my skin so i wanted to find something that's gonna work and i've tried a lot of products and you know just it just didn't fit for me and castle powder is one of the um i think the first thing that i honestly started off in that you know went out and we all know castle powder it's really like you know an organic product all the way back from home and um, when I started it, I wanted to also able to give back. So mm. um, I don't know if most people know that, but every purchase that a person made with Microsoft powder does go 5% off for uh, saved uh, for incidents. I am mm. hoping, I'm hoping um, building, you know, just, you know, providing water, you know, for kids in school is something small, but, you know. No, that's cool. amazing. Yeah, and then with the soap, I also have a soap. I make my own soap at home. You know, we all love turmeric soap, but like we love using turmeric, uh, what is it called? Face mask. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, with soap will be so easier. You know, you just wash your face and you go along with your day. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's true. I'm like you said, I'm everywhere. For yes, it's, so good it's you very know. inspirational. Thank you so much, everybody. What's your skincare line called? Let me. It's, it's on her Instagram. Oh my gosh, Shadi really do be doing everything. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're but welcome. yeah. But honestly, I just want to say that I am so proud of you guys to have this because we really need this. You know, it's so different and it's so unique. And it also, thank you. You, know, you, guys also you guys are also helping, you know, um, young girls out there. I, I think this is so beautiful. I think it's so unique and it's so different. So when you were shouting, I was like, yes. You know what? <laughs> like, I can't wait to see you guys, you know, everywhere from maybe from the phone. Soon you guys going to be on TVs. You know, you <laughs> yeah. have a lot of people in. So just keep Thank going. You. Thank you. So do you have any questions that you would like to ask us? A job. So what makes you guys start, it start this whole program? Let me ask that. You want to answer, Helen? Um, Like the on the podcast thing? Yeah, like, yeah, like, what was the reason mm-hmm. behind it? Why did you guys decide to start? Um, I was doing my little, you know, I was going through my own little Muslim journey, Islamic journey, mm-hmm. because of, you know, I went to college. Well, I, I still, yeah. I'm still in college. But I went to school, like, you know, that was far from home. And, like, I kind of got lost 
you know, got lost in the sauce. <laughs> and um, there was one day that I was like listening to this podcast by these w- Muslim women. What's it called? Um, it's called something. I'll find it. But um, I was listening to it and I was like, damn, I really need to get back on my D and everything. And uh-huh. hi. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it was this podcast called The Digital Sisterhood. And I started listening to that. And I was like, yo, I've always wanted to start like something of my own too. Because, man, (laughs) if people know me, (laughs) I hate to work. Like, I'm a complainer. I hate to work. (laughs) I know me. I don't want to come to work. (laughs) Like, I was working at a nursing home at the time. And I would wake up. Oh, my gosh. My shifts were like six to two. And I just couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, I, I knew it wasn't going to make any money in. But, like, I've always uh-huh. wanted to, like, do a YouTube channel. But uh-huh. mm, the thing about YouTube is you need a camera. You need all that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, because I really do like to talk. And I'd be in my car talking to myself about different topics. Um, uh-huh. I hope that don't mis- that doesn't make me sound weird. But no. I'd be talking to myself about different topics. And I'd be like, I'd be on my Snapchat and sometimes I'll voice my opinions and people will listen. And I'll be like, yeah, I, sh- I should just do a podcast, you know? So the Digital mm-hmm. Sisterhood inspired me to like do a podcast. And I was like, oh, I need somebody to like do this with because I can't be on my own. I don't really be knowing nobody. And like the people mm-hmm. on my Snapchat, like people be saying, oh, yeah, I would rock with you if you do this. And then they just mm-hmm. don't when you finally do it. So I was right. like, let me get with, let me get somebody, and I, and you know, Ahado, she be on Snapchat talking too, she be ranting, she's very intellectual, (laughs) and I was like, yeah, I fucks with her vibe, I'm gonna ask her, and then we had talked about it, and it took us like a month to do it, we just pulled up, (laughs) pulled up, no mics or nothing, we just like got, um, got this app on our phones, and we just started mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. And the first few episodes was very bootleg, very <laughs> ghetto. Very <laughs> much ghetto. And you can hear it too. When you listen to it, you're gonna be like, okay, what's going on here? I'll be outside so and I, like the I dogs actually, be barking. You know, um, sometimes I always catch you, but like those moments where I'll be in casting call in the middle of, you know, I'll be waiting for like 45 minutes mm-hmm. an hour and I would literally sit there and listen to you guys. Like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when That's she, so when I had to ask me, I was like, yes, I. I love the fact that you guys talk about like the mental illness in the community and how mm-hmm. you know people don't talk about it. And that, like from that topic, I was like, okay, you know what, this is it. Like they're they're doing something. But oh my yeah, gosh. Thank someone you. out there is always watching. Just remember that. Like sometimes you know you work so hard and you feel like you're not seeing enough mm-hmm. of improvement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's someone out there just watching you guys. Thank you so much, Thanks. you guys. And that know. is Miriam. Her Instagram is I am Miriam Baraka. We'll put all that information in our um description box um shop aziza.com is where you can find her soaps and and her um (laughs) dresses Uh, she's amazing guys Mm -hmm. get yourself a three-piece set period (laughs) (laughs) thank you for coming we will definitely have you again for our this is this is the last episode on our first season so we're gonna start a new season and we will definitely have you back yes ma'am thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate this. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> bye. Not <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> bye. Good. Bye. Good.
Um, so for for right now, we have like our next person that we're interviewing. Yay. We have Howard from Howard Howard So Fab on Snapchat. Um, I don't really think that's his Snapchat. Yeah. And on our Instagram, it's Howard's Fashion Couture. Period. Howard's underscore Fashion Couture. So Howard, she makes dresses. And like other How pieces about, of clothing. Let's just let's let's speak about that though, because this <laughs> whole entire twenty twenty one brides all howas. Like, come on, let's let's really. Speak she about was it. really having these girlies looking amazing. Period. Okay, um, you guys, I'm blushing here. Don't don't hide <laughs> me up. You know, <laughs> that's how you pronounce it. Right? Guntinos, yeah. Mad fine. Oh my gosh, when I get married, <laughs> let me let me hit her up. Let me hit her up real quick. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, basically, we just got a few questions for you about your business, you know. So, me personally, I wanted to know, like, what made you start this business? And, like, um, how did you start it? Like, how did it come about? How long do we have? <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a long story. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think that um, first it kind of started off with me just um. So hold on. I, I got- what made you start this business, and how did you like start it off? Um. So I started off like in. Well, I didn't start my business off in um, high school, but I started like with just like sewing little things because my mom got me a sewing machine to keep me occupied after um i was suffering with ptsd from a house fire oh yeah Um, yeah we had a house fire and and then like i was like mom i want to sew and then the next day she brought me a sewing machine so then i just started sewing up everything that i can possibly think of so and then i would get like i would steal her curtains from her um from her uh, room that she wasn't using that was in her bag and then the next day she would just see it on me and i have a skirt on that with the curtain that she had in her. <laughs> she said, like, "There's my curtain." <laughs> she, was, she was just like, "Wait, I've seen that thing somewhere." And I was like, "What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. I bought this from her." I'm dead. She's like, "She's like, no, that was, that's my bed sheet." And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, caught. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I just started off like that, and then I used I used to like dress up a lot in high school. And like my my um, art teacher, I had two art teachers. One was black, and then the other one, her name was Miss Bolt. She would just be like, "Girl, you're so fashionable." Uh, and she just she's like, "Where do you get your clothes?" And I'm like, "I make most of my clothes because I used to always make mostly everything that I wore." Period. And then she was like, "Girl, you need to start a business. And when you start a business, I'm telling you, you're gonna get somewhere." And she would always say that to me, and I would be like, mm-hmm. "I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not even good. Like I suck." And she's like, Girl. No, no, you're you're good. And she, I'm like, no, I am not. Like, I was I was so like, I, I my confidence level was so low, like so so low. And she would just be like, no, how are you? You're amazing. Like, I um, think that you're gonna become a superstar. So I'm like, sweet. no, she she's tripping. Like, white people are always trying to. You know, she, they're, they're always lying to people. Like, the white chorus teacher told me that I was that I knew how to sing, and then I recorded myself one day, and I sound like a damn pig. Ah, so not the pig. 
Yeah, definitely. It wasn't really for me. So then I was just like, okay, I got married. I'm like, okay, then my mother-in-law got me a sewing machine. She's like, okay, now I got you a sewing machine. You always wanted one. You start your business. So I always had like strong females that were like, really, I believed in me. Yeah, they was pushing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because first it was my mom. My mom bought me my first sewing machine. And my mother-in-law, she was like, hey, I got you your sewing machine now. You were complaining about a sewing machine. So start making. I'm like, girl, you're crazy. I leave it alone. And like, and I was just never believed in myself. So I would make clothes, but I would only make it for myself. Like, I it was just like, I would make like dresses for myself. And I'd be like, can you make me a dress? And I would always come up with the excuse, basically, as to why I can't make a dress for mm. them. Because my confidence was, I was just like, I'm not even that good. Like, these people are saying, I'm good, but I'm not even that good. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. You know, so it was like, it was, I don't know, it was like that. And then I think it was like two, three years ago, I made, I was like, let me just try to make a continuo or something for somebody. And then like, I made a continuo for my sister and she really liked it. And then I made uh, some family, um, it was like some eat, eat, um, outfits for like a family or something, like two, three families. And they liked it. I'm like, okay. Like, this is getting somewhere, okay. So then I'm like, okay. And then last year, I finally, it was my uh, my best friend's wedding and my niece's wedding. I made dresses for them. And then still at that time, like, I was like, I'm not even good. Like, I don't know why people want me to make dresses for them. But, like, I, I suck. Like, I, I don't know what they're talking about. Uh-huh. And I, just, I was like, yeah, so I made my best friend's dresses. And I made my niece dresses. And then I guess after that, I was like, okay, I guess I'll just try this fashion thing out more and make make a name for myself and, and get a little confident. And then here I am today, I guess. Oh, here you are today. Everybody's trying to book you. And you're like, I'm booked, I'm booked. <laughs> wow, yeah. my child looks. Now, now I'm like, I don't know, like, but I'm still getting there. I still got confidence issues, but I'm getting there. Yeah, inshallah, you won't get there. It just takes, um, just practice. You know, you can never stop learning. You'll always learn new things. Um, yeah. So another question that we have is, who is another business um, person in the Small Bantu community that you would like to collaborate with? Um, I think there's a lot. Like, I feel like in our community, we are so underestimated. Period. Like, let me tell you, like, the, my, like, the one people that I cannot really stand that much, and I'm not even racist, because I love people. Like, <laughs> I, I just can't stand, I can't stand Somali people. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, and, it, and it's because, like, they literally downplay us, and they may, they treat us like dirt. Like, they treat us like we can never get anywhere. And then I'm just like, y'all, like, dude, we got so many freaking great, like, artistic, like, creative 
freaking like mind-driven people in our community in our Bantu community like we have so many people that are so great no for real i cannot stress this enough like we have so many good people and like we have good-hearted people we did it out like our people i feel like they're just like that 20 percent that just just make everybody look bad yeah i feel like Yep, and, and our people, um, I feel like they definitely just hate on each other, which yeah, holds us back. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of our people like they do do that, but I feel like there is a lot of good people in our in our um, generation. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting a lot. We're getting a lot better with supporting each other. Definitely, we're getting a lot better. Like who would ever think that we'll do a podcast like two, three years <laughs> ago? No one would ever even think about a podcast. No one would mm-hmm. think about this wedding page none of that you know yeah we're getting better but to answer your question i don't know um i just love all the makeup artists like that are aspiring right now like i love asha i like abba um i like from da um she's getting out there now i feel like there's a lot of makeup artists that i would like to collaborate with some features like i want to have like a fashion um like a fashion um what do you call a fashion event Mm -hmm. where we like we like get a whole bunch of like talented people, like the models that are out Ooh, there. Like, that'd be so dope. You know what I'm saying? Like Fadumi Ahmed, um, what what's her name? The, the other book girl that that's modeling right now that just got a contract signed. I, uh, I, I think it's Ardo or Arbe, she, the one from Milwaukee. Yep. Yeah, like Althea's sister. Uh huh. in Kentucky, right? I think they live they live in Milwaukee now. But I know who you're talking about. Definitely. We do have a lot of talented people in our community, oh, yeah. mashallah. Literally, oh, yeah. mashallah. We does that. Um, what advice would you give to upcoming entrepreneurs? Go for it. <laughs> just, go, <laughs> like just go for it. Like, if you got something that you want to do, it don't even matter if a whole bunch of people are doing it. Like, I'm telling you, because the problem that we have in our community is like, if this, like some people want to do something, but they see black. So they're scared to go and do it, even though they're passionate about it. Our people are so mental towards that. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you want to sew? Like, okay, we can spend 10,000 fashion stuff. Definitely. It's, it's, we, it's we, enough room for everybody to eat. You know, we can eat money. We can eat together. Like, we can make money together. Let's let's do this all together. Like, just because somebody's selling clothes doesn't mean that you can sell. You don't have to be okay to sell clothes. But just do mm-hmm. it your way so that it's unique. It's different. That was, like, to where it makes it you not the person, the other person that's selling. That. So, like, yeah. just go for it. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people really are scared to really put in whatever they want to put in because people, uh, they're so afraid of 
judging them and they're afraid, so afraid of them not supporting them. Someone's going to come and get you. If they see your offense and they see that you love it, someone else is going to love it too. Yeah, definitely. I would don't ever be afraid to do something that somebody else is doing. Just don't look at what somebody else is doing and say, "Oh, I want to do what they're doing because mm-hmm. they're doing it or because they're making money." So I wouldn't like like mm-hmm. you know be inspired to oh, do yeah. it. Like just because they're doing it. Like if I see somebody doing hair, I'm like, okay, I, I want to do that type of hair too, but in my own way. Like you know, be unique, be different. Don't. Oh, yeah. Don't be replicas of that other person because that's going to upset somebody. When you steal somebody's craft, like if I make something oh, and it's yeah. from my heart and that's tears and somebody steals oh, the same yeah. exact idea, I'm going to be upset because it's my replica. But why would you do that? Like, you know, yeah, but if you're inspired and if you're inspired, say who you're inspired by. Like if you get inspired by Hawa, say inspired by Hawa, got the idea from her. Oh, yeah. Like, don't be afraid to put your sister on. Like, don't don't make an idea and oh. say, this is my idea. When it's somebody, you got it from oh, somebody yeah. else, say who you got it from. Because it's, it's amazing. Like, girl, I begin to inspired off of your things. I'm like, okay, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. When I put it together, I would definitely say it's inspired by how I got this piece from how I dress. Mm-hmm. I got, the, like, you know, don't be afraid to do that. It's it's, it's okay to be inspired. You know, we, we don't. Mean, it, it is okay. It is okay to be inspired. And plus, start cranking up. And I'm like, um, it's like, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, fashion designers in their community too you know because there are people that that would um let's just say like for example Fatima Dira or like Rama Ali you know they do like the continuals and the shots oh too God. there's fashion designers mashallah Mela bless their business mm-hmm. like there's people that um maybe don't like them and they would come to me and they they like a dress that they made and they would come to me and they would want that dress made by me and they are that person already created that style. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I I don't care about making money like that. And I don't I would never want to push down someone else's business. If they come to me, I'm like, you know, that girl already made that dress and that's her design. Um, I would just I would just prefer you to go to her. But if you want something different, I would I would rather do that because that's what I'm passionate about. But I would never want to go and just replicate that girl's Period. hard work and talent. You know, like that's something that I would never want to do because that's knocking her business down. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'm taking light off of her and what she's doing because then everybody's going to think that I make that damn dress. And really, I just copied and pasted. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. 100%. And, like, and I, I wouldn't want to do that. So I'm like, every time somebody comes to me and I'm, they're like, oh, I want this dress. And they, they send me a, a, a picture or a video of somebody else. Like, it's a Bantu girl that made that dress. I'm like, girl, you better go to that bantu girl. I don't care if you don't like her. <laughs> Period. Like, I'm just like, it's just not my, like, I, I, I care about my character and I care about my business and I'd rather see it prosper than without knocking anybody else down. So. We love that. We love that. That's, that's amazing. That oh, is yeah, so amazing. You. Um. So another, another thing I wanted to ask is do you have any questions for Halima and I? Halima and I. <laughs> so, I, I mean, so what, what are you, what are you guys trying to do with this podcast? With this podcast? Ooh, a new yeah. one. You want to answer this time? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> what do we plan on doing with this podcast? Uh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, the whole purpose of the pa- podcast is to like get the message out there for our community. Um, because we do one thing that we do want to break is like the cultural barrier between us and our parents. 
um, we, oh, do, we do want them to understand their kids. We want them to understand like why their kids are depressed, why their kids are going through things, their changes and all that. And we want to open that type of discussion in those conversations. And the only way we can do it is by starting to speak about it. So we do hope that like we one day do reach our parents and we can have an open and honest discussion about what's really going on with the kids in America. Because a lot of times when we're referenced as in Mogi America, it's always like, we're crazy, we're bad, we're, you know, delinquents, we don't listen. But really, it's a lot going on in these kids' heads that these parents don't know. Like these kids have a lot of depression, anxiety, and just so much. Like these kids are battling so many issues that our parents think think like, oh, we're just crazy or we want to be Godmadu or like, whatever and they don't understand that so we do hope that we can open that discussion and we think we're, we're probably gonna have to do like a more a youtube kind of thing because our people are more into like youtube than like podcasts you know yeah they're, they're, yeah. yeah they're more into like the whole video thing but whatever whatever i think that it's going the right way um for our parents i think that there is a lot of cultural and like generational barriers for real like, and i think that our parents don't understand us because what do you call it like when it comes to our parents they literally are stuck in their way of life thinking and we don't understand why they are the way they are mm-hmm. even though we cry so i feel like your podcast is i feel like it'll work both of us inshallah inshallah thank inshallah. you sis. thanks <laughs> Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Um, we know you have a busy you, schedule, girl. and we took almost 20 minutes of her time. <laughs> and um, this is the last episode on this season. This is episode 10. So we are starting a new season, season two, and we would definitely love to have you back. And, you know, so we can have a different discussion, if that's okay with you. And, by the way, you do you do have not only um, your um, clothing business, but don't you also sell clothes as well? That's aside from the clothes yeah, that you so make. I have, I have my... Um, Hollis Fashion Store, that that store with me. And uh, we, uh, me and my husband also have the A&H Royalty that stands for Alma and Hawa. Um, royalty, uh, that's our uh, apparel business. But right now, um, down because it's under construction and we're just trying to, like, fix everything up and stuff. But right now, with my busy because I, I work daytime and then I come back home and I'm sewing stuff. So, mm. um... Yeah, I'm not able to really focus on that website right now. So here we'll we'll get back on that and show Okay, yep. So you guys heard it here. Her and her husband do have their own um clothing boutique and alongside her um her line that she does with her clothing. Um it's A and H Royalty on Instagram. They have really cute shirts. I really like the sweater that you guys make with the it's, it's a Canyon flag, right? Yeah, it's, it's African, um, African, uh, Kente, uh, what do you call a flag? Okay, yep, it's super gorgeous. They come in different colors. I absolutely love those. They're amazing. Um, is there anything else you would like to tell the listeners? Y'all better listen. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better listen. Okay. Y'all better listen. Come on now. Period. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Bye. Bye. And that is it for us, guys. Um, if all right, everybody, we have our amazing makeup artist, the one and only Abba, who is based in Columbus, Ohio, right now. 
And we are super, super excited to have you here. About her Instagram is MUA underscore ABBA period underscore. That is her Instagram if you guys want to check out her looks. So how are you doing today, Abba? I'm doing good. How about you guys? I'm well. How are you, Halima? You know, I'm doing all right. <laughs> so um, we wanted to ask you first, what made you start doing makeup? You said what made me start doing makeup? Mm -hmm. um, well, basically, like, when I was, like, in my early teens, I struggled with, like, you know, bad acne, and my confidence was just very low. So I started getting into makeup because I see, you know, older girls, you know, wearing makeup. So I'm like, wow, that, that looks, you know, interesting. So I decided to wear it, put it on. And when I started putting it on, it just, you know, boosted up my confidence. Period. It gave me a lot of confidence. And stuff like that. I love that. Um, so what a question that I had asked you was what is or who is a makeup artist that you would like to do a collaboration with? Um, this question was hard to answer because there's like a lot of really talented people in our community. And yeah, it was just hard to pick one, but if I had to pick one, it would be Fatuma D. Her Instagram name is Fatuma Cosmetics. Period. But there's a lot of other amazing artists. I, I would love to collaborate with everybody. <laughs> she wants to collaborate with all of y'all, okay? Yes. Um, so what is um, the greatest accomplishment that you have achieved so far since you've been doing makeup? My greatest accomplishment was... Um, getting the opportunity with work, to work with like other different races and like having different clientele like from different races that was my biggest achievement that's amazing and i love 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 when um you know you step out of your comfort zone and like i see a new face yeah. or like you know somebody that's not like bantu or like you know yes. Mado. i'm like okay like you can so just to show people that you can really work with all work types with, of different yes, yes. Mm -hmm, that's amazing wow. Um, what advice would you give upcoming makeup artists? Um, and the advice I would give to like upcoming makeup artists would be like, um, practice. You know, just keep practicing. Practice makes perfect. Be your own hype man. Post your work a lot. Like, even though you feel like you know it's not the best, post it. Just keep posting your work so other people can, you know, recognize you. Mm -hmm. Try to take as much clients as you can. You know, even though, you know, you get tired and stuff like that. But, like, when you're, like, up, you know, just upcoming, it's good to take as much clients as you can. That way, you know, they can spread that, spread it. Uh, I get it. It's weird. <laughs> they yeah. can tell, you know, the uh, other people, you know, about you. Yeah, and you like never that. know who's watching you, you know. Yeah, and then don't beat yourself up just because you feel like another person is doing better than you. Mm -hmm. Go at your own pace. You know, this person might be doing, you know, might be up there and you're still down there. But, you know, it's okay to go at your own pace. Mm -hmm. Everybody would eventually be up there. Period. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Believe in yourself. Be confident. You know. Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> Words from Abba. Okay. Don't beat yourself up. We all started from somewhere. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. yes. Everybody's level of success is different. You know, everybody's it's story is written yes. differently. Definitely. Yes. And it's like with makeup, you don't. It's not like a specific thing. You know. Yeah. You can do makeup in 
different kind of way. So it's not just, you know, a certain way. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's just like you just do what you can do. And if somebody likes it, they're going to come to you. You know, don't try to like be like somebody else or be like what's on Instagram. Just do what you like. It's your own art. Makeup is an art, you know? Do your art. If somebody likes your art, they're gonna come to you. If they don't like it, they're gonna they're gonna go to whoever art they like. You know? Right, right, yeah. Um, so do you have any questions for me or Halima? Um, since you do hair, I was just gonna ask like how did you get into doing hair and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. And then with Halima, I was gonna ask her about how she got into doing henna. Oh, I should know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To do her research. <laughs> right. Um, you want to answer, Halima? Um, with the henna, now we have even long answers for everything. <laughs> but with the henna, um, I think it was like one Eve, we couldn't find anybody to do my henna when I was like 13. So my mom was like, do it on yourself. And I was like, okay. And then <laughs> and boom. Mom, and then boom. <laughs> Now, now I'm kind of sick of it, to be honest. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I just wanted to, like, be able to do it for, like, my friends and myself when I need to do it. But now yeah. everybody's mother be hitting me up. Every eat, every wedding. I can't no more. <laughs> I can't even draw a circle. Right. Like, Hannah is very, like, girl, you, you know, artistic. Just, mm, you artistic, girl. Thanks. Um, and as for me, like, it... It really just hit me like one day. Like I just woke up, and it's been like I think a year. Like I've only been doing it for about a year. Um, where I just woke up and I was like, because I was in like regular college. If you guys listen to the podcast that says my name, I speak mm-hmm. a little bit more about that. But I used to go to just regular college, and you know, I was getting to the point where it's like I was finishing all my classes, and I needed to pick a major, um, that I wanted to like, you know a field that I wanted to focus on and I didn't know quite yet so I decided to take like a break for like a year and during my break is kind of where I started to dip and dab into like makeup and hair and I got into um hair and that's when I joined uh cosmetology school I go to tint makeup and cosmetology right now and I started working with hair and what I seen in that school is nobody wanted to touch the black girl hair nobody wanted to do black people hair yes everybody was like what they didn't know even where to start you know they were just so scared of even touching the black girl hair and after like a lot of black people like they just they're like I know it's a lot like I'm so and they keep having to apologize for their hair you know every time they come in they be like I'm so sorry it's so much or I'm so sorry I didn't brush it beforehand and I'm like, you in a salon. What you got to brush your hair before you get here for? You know, like, that's our job. We're supposed to do this for y'all. Um, So that's when I started to really enjoy doing natural hair because I realized that, like, it's, yeah, it's a lot of work because obviously I have natural hair myself. I know how hard it is. Like, you know, just putting a relaxer on and calling it a day, it's really easy, but it's not good for your hair. It's not healthy. So encouraging people to go to salons and get your natural hair done and embrace your natural hair, that's kind of, like, what I really enjoy right now. I like that. Yeah. Girl, you were a bomb. Oh, thank you. Okay, I have one more question. Uh huh. How does like how how is it working like different types of hair, like different textures of hair? You know, like yeah. Um, honestly, I would say working with like uh the it's called fine texture, like Adan people hair. That's the hardest hair to work with. Because yeah. it don't do nothing. Like it's just <laughs> like it don't do nothing. Like you gotta just work extra hard to even style it or to even really? comb it. Or to, yeah, I really don't like working with that. I was people. wondering like how it works. People say like our hair is like hard to work with. Honestly, mm-hmm. our hair is not. 
like it's, it's, the easiest, it's so easy. Girl. You can do so many things with our hair, so like, but with their hair, it's like noodles. Like, what do you like? You apply one <laughs> strand of bleach and girl, that's falling apart. <laughs> For real, but it's crazy that they be keeping in the box braids. Girl, anyways. please. But yeah, I think have you ever braided like fine hair? Yeah, I, I did. I, I did box braids on a, a white girl actually, and it was it was ter- it? it was terrible. It's it's too slippery, you know. Like really? yeah, you have the box braids. Girl, yeah, a whole culture braid. Yep, there I did box braid on a, a white girl, and um, it's way too slippery. It's too loose, you know. I think it only lasted like two days before they started falling apart. Really? Uh huh. Oh and they don't even care. Like you know how ours like if our hair starts getting too loose, we know it's time to go. Mm-hmm. But her, but them, it, they're okay with the loose. They think that's how it's supposed to be. And I'm like, you look crazy. Like we see your real hair. That's not the point Maybe of it. That's not. <laughs> Girl, it's say, crazy. They, but that's yeah, another topic. we're gonna talk about that at another time. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, but thank you for coming, Abba. It's really nice having you, you guys. Abba does amazing work. She is uh, located in Columbus, Ohio, like I said. Everybody in Ohio knows her. When I have clients come to me, girl, they show me her videos, her pictures. They be like, can you do me like this? And I'm like, you know I'm not, Abba. Like, I can't do it like that. But she's, she's amazing and very talented. She's so humble, so sweet. I remember when I was trying to get, like, a little site for me started, and she definitely helped me with that, like, which is good. Like, I love somebody who's supportive, who's helping. I don't like people who be gatekeeping. Because some of these right, makeup artists right, and right. these hairstyles, they say they're all trying to be successful. Right. So what you trying to gatekeep for? Like, stop. <laughs> but she's not a gatekeeper, girl. If you ever wanted to have, if you ever wanted to ask her a question or anything like that, feel, feel free. Because mm-hmm. she's very, very open. And she will definitely help you guys. Yep. Thank you. She got a client, y'all. She squeezed us in. She got a whole client. She squeezed us in. Like, we need to be on her schedule. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Okay. Back to our next guest. And that is it, guys. We had three amazing ladies in our community that we interviewed today. We had Howard Fashion Couture, and she also has the line A and H Royalty. We had I am Miriam Baraka, who is I am Aziza, or is Aziza. Aziza, who is um, selling clothes. She models and she has her own skincare line, like really amazing, mashallah. And then we have MUA Abba, who is a makeup artist, MUA underscore Abba, period, underscore. Oh, yeah. And with Hawa's fashion couture, there's an underscore between Hawa's underscore fashion couture. <laughs> Period. Okay. Amazing ladies. Thank you ladies for coming on. Thank you for shedding light. I hope you ladies were inspired. You guys can be a makeup artist. You guys can sell clothes. You guys can have your own skincare line. You guys can sew clothes. Like stop playing with y'all. Y'all can really do anything. Y'all sleep on your own, own talents and that's not okay. We need to wake up and get y'all out there. Wake up! Period. Thank you for listening <laughs> to Let's Talk Bantu. This is our final episode for season one. You guys are you guys were always tuned in. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go for ten thousand listeners. Let's do this. Period. <laughs> ten thousand. <000. laughs> yeah. Like not me stretching. 